G'day, fantasy managers. Thank you for joining us for episode three of the FPL preview series. Um, Jack here from eSports Live back in the studio. I'm, uh, I'm joined with the FPL guru himself, Matty Day. Matty, how are you, buddy? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jack. Can't wait for the, uh, the season to start in a week. It's getting so close. So, yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah, that's it. And obviously, we're only uh, a week away now. And We've had a bit of a week off last week um, from the podcast and we were, we were trying to get everything ready, you know, seeing what was going on in the background, see what's going on in the Premier League, watching the friendlies. But um, for those following us on our journey, uh, we just wanted to start the uh, the podcast with a, a bit of a get to know you. We've had a, a lot of new listeners, a lot of new members join us in the recent weeks. So you'll know Esports Live have been in partnership with FPL Addicts for nearly about 18 months and the guru has provided thousands of tips and advice to you all out there and for thousands more to come. Uh, we've gained a huge amount of new listeners, as we said, and followers recently. And we wanted the new fans to get to know our partner, FPL Addicts, um, before we kick off today's pod. So obviously, FPL Addicts is Matthew Day, the guru. So Matt, a couple of questions for you, mate, just for a, a bit of a get to know you, as we mentioned. Um, how long have you been playing and what is your best finish in FPL? Well, I've been playing FPL on the official Premier League site since the 06-07 season. Uh, and even before that, I was playing schools fantasy league in the UK, which is obviously a separate comp. So fantasy league's been in the uh, in the blood my whole life. Um, you know, highest position uh, it was a top five k finish in two thousand and nine ten, so some time ago now. But since then, I've had top ten, twenty k, fifty k finishes. So, um, but it's getting tougher every year, obviously with more and more players. Um, but yeah, FBL for you know a long time now. Yeah, top man. Obviously, plenty of hours. Um... You know, looking on the computer, looking, doing your research, watching all the games. Uh, you know, you don't get those top 10k finishes um, and your top 5k finish without all that research. But um, so, why do you love playing FPL, Matt? Oh, just love football. And, you know, FPL is just a great way to follow the game. Um, also, like the strategy behind FPL is enjoyable and the feeling, you know, picking a differential or a captain, you know, returns points. It's, you know, it's the best feeling. And, yeah, I love it. Yeah, there's nothing like, uh, obviously, we're in Australia here, <laughs> nothing like waking up in the morning, seeing um, who's hit from your team, who, who's 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 had a nightmare or who you should have got. There's nothing better than that, right? Oh, it's the best, you know, picking that picking that differential when he comes out with a double or, you know, a hat trick and you've captained him, it's the best feeling. Yeah, and obviously going on to that and, and best feelings, what is the most memorable moment in your FPL career so far? <sighs> there's been a few. Um I've got two that I can sort of highlight. Um, one actually goes in the year where it was my highest finish, uh, 2009, Jermaine Defoe. Obviously, I'm a Spurs fan, and I captained him against Wigan. Um, and he got five goals in the second half. I think he ended up with, you know, 50 points. And, um, yeah, that was a great moment. I think that was one of the um, sort of the biggest hauls I, I got early on in my F FPL career. And then, you know, a second one, um, which I've got to bring because FPL is kind of split into two parts. You've got pre-chips, so when there was no chips, and then 15, 16, when they bring in all the chips, which is obviously triple captain, bench boost, and, and free hit. And 15, 16, they bring in the triple captain, and it was around sort of that uh, September time, August time. Uh, start of the season, City played, Man City played Newcastle, and Aguero got a 20-minute hat-trick. Uh, it was 6-1. Elliot Craig, one of our hosts, will remember it well. Um, and he got 75 points as triple captain and it pretty much won me all my mini leagues that season. And um, yeah, that, that's one that will always stay in the memory. Yeah. Wow. Is there, um, 
there's surely got to be a new Aguero in there somewhere who's going to bag fat, who's going to bag that many goals. You know what? If Kane gets the move to City, then uh, you know I'd probably back him with the uh, with the triple captain, and you know potentially you know a five a five goal haul. It could happen again. Yeah, if there's a man out there who can at the minute, it's definitely Harry Kane. Um, okay, so FPL addicts socials. What do you bring? Let's let's have a bit about a chat about that. Yeah, look, you know, obviously we've mentioned been around since 2017. Um, you know, I've played FPL for years and sort of speak about it every day. So with the addicts, we've got our uh, communities on Twitter, Discord, Instagram. We provide tips to to players. We comment on their draft teams. You know, key focus is differentials and trying to you know help the community get ahead by picking those players that are under 10% owned. Um, and like I said, we like to review the draft teams' opinions and FPL discussion and you know, we like to share others' opinions and, you know, we've got a friendly, safe FPL community where, you know, FPL addicts um, can sort of all come together and enjoy this this hobby of ours. Yeah, brilliant. That's what it's all about, that social engagement, having a you know, community. Like, obviously, a lot of us find it as a, as a big hobby. It takes up too many hours to become a hobby, of course, but it's um, you just want that community and be able to bounce ideas off people to get that, to get to make those right decisions in the end that you're happy with or not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and where can people find you, Matt? Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, uh, FPL underscore addicts is the uh, is the name. Um, so that's our two uh, two places you can find us. And obviously, we I'm on Discord now as well. So um, you know, if you want to get in the Discord chat, it's a bit more of a, a personal chat in there. Um, we've got plenty of channels, and um, you know, I'm on there pretty much uh, around the clock. So yeah, you can find me on on those uh, on those channels. Yeah, brilliant. So for those you know on Instagram, Twitter, FPL underscore addicts, search that and you'll you'll find him. It's the one with uh, all the great content and the great advice on there. Um, obviously, for those who are just maybe looking to get into FPL, obviously with the uh, the pandemic that has hit us over the last eighteen months, a lot of people have just started to join. FPL has been absolutely blowing up. Um, but for those who are still maybe looking to get in, is it is that for beginners as well? And you know, can you experienced players jump on to anyone? Um... Yeah, look, obviously in the name, it's, it's FPL addict. So anyone who's addicted to FPL, get involved. You know, beginners who've said first year, come along. Experienced players who, you know, got loads of knowledge and want to, you know, want to help, want to join the community. So um, anyone who uh, who loves FPL or even just loves football and wants to get involved with with FPL, just, just come along. Yeah, great. And obviously we've got our partnership, Esports Live and FPL Addicts. What, uh, what does the relationship bring for you, at FPL Addicts? Oh, it's just brilliant to, to share the hobby together, you know, collaborate, we discuss new ideas, create content and, you know, that safe, vibrant, fun FPL community and, you know, the game and comps as well, like FIFA, which is, you know, how we uh, we originally met. I, I play a lot of uh, a lot of PlayStation and FIFA is a game I play a lot. So, um, yeah, the game and comps mean a lot as well. And, you know, the, the, the hobby and just the, the vibrancy of, of what we do. Great stuff, mate. And obviously... One bit of advice, one key bit of advice for anyone playing or looking to join for the upcoming season. What, what do they need to know from you? Yeah, look, I'd say look, use the resources, read the data, take take the tips and the research, obviously from the Discord, from our page, from other channels, from, from everywhere. Um, but the one bit of advice I would say, first and foremost, is just always go with your gut instinct. First above every, everything else, don't second guess yourself. Um, because it's your decision at the end of the day to, you know, make those transfers, make make the captain choices and, and play those chips. So, yeah, always go with your gut. And, uh, yeah, that, that's definitely my uh, my best tip. 
And that's why you're the guru, mate. Top advice again. <laughs> and obviously, thank you um, for taking the time just to do this for the listeners, our new listeners, our new members uh, and our fans about that. It's great work from FBL Addicts. We love what you're doing. That's why we love to partner with you. And we're delighted to be on this journey uh, for another season. Can't wait to get going for the uh, kickoff next week. And just one more thing before we uh, get into the pod, mate. What's this T-shirt that you're wearing? Yeah, let's, so I uh, FPL fan store, a well-known uh, FPL page on, on Twitter. I won a comp last season, and it's uh, there we go. FPL team I support, real life in that order. So yeah, just uh, I think that goes for a few of us. Let the, the club bit, yeah, not, not quite sure if, if that's right, but the um, yeah, FPL is always high on the uh, on the priorities. Definitely above above real life, I think for me. Yeah, perfect. No, nice T-shirt. And we might put that in our comments about where people can get them from. But um, all right, Matt. Well, let's get into the pod and let's uh, let's go and chat to the boys. Here we go. Full squad are here. Um, obviously, welcome to the Esports Live FPL Addicts podcast. We're back again this week. We've got a full house in here now. We've just had a ch- quick chat with Matt. We are just one week away from the Premier League kicking off, so that means you have a deadline. Your deadline is next Friday. I think if you're in Australia, you're looking around a 4.30am, a 4am um, uh, deadline. Um, have you got, are you Bruno? Have you got the budget for Trent and Robbo? Are you, are you waiting for Grealish to sign before you make your team? Or are we still waiting for Kane as premium options? So many different uh, headaches to have. But um, first things first, if you've registered for the FPL Addicts Mini Leagues, if you haven't, you can still do it. Our free mini code is 1KSRYW. We've got a paid mini on there as well, which has got some huge cash prizes. We're going to release a bit of information during the pod uh, regarding that. www.e-sportslive.com.au forward slash FPL Addicts. Huge prizes, manager week. Plus, we've got a women's FPL in there as well. So anyone out there, any girlfriends, any friends of, uh, we're looking for some women international managers worldwide, wherever you are, enter the mini league and check out the website, how to register your team on there. Now it's time to introduce our guests and our panel for today. Of course, Matt, the guru from uh, FPL Addicts. We've already said hello to him. Statman Dave. Dave, are you well? Yeah, doing all right, guys. I've been uh, getting around the Olympics this week and particularly behind the Matildas. I'm actually, they're actually playing right now in the bronze medal game against the US. So I've got that on the background while we're doing this. And uh, What score is it, Dave? Uh, we're down 3-1 at halftime, unfortunately. So the Americans Matilda's are looking pretty sharp. Um, Americans, so it's yeah. a bit disappointing. But um, yeah, spent spent a fair bit of time on my FBL team this afternoon. I've made a, a fair few changes from the last time we record the pod. So we'll... Uh, have plenty to discuss later on when that comes up. Wonderful. We can't wait. And over to our UK correspondent, Chris, the man Reed. How are we? Hi, mate. Yeah, doing well, doing well. Thank you. Um, just, you know, waiting patiently for the for the start of the season. Um, and uh, yeah, exciting times, really. Looking forward to it. No, happy days, mate. I can see you decorated your room as well, mate. Have you been, have you been doing that in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, lovely. Just just the right colour for me. Pink brings out, you know, brings out my eyes a lot. So uh yeah, it's looking good, what can I say? Yeah, nice setting that, mate. And then we've just had a, a man crash the podcast. Uh Ollie Walker Peel, legend. How are we, mate? You well? Or not so yeah, yeah, very well. Getting ready for the start of um, the championship season. Obviously, being a Rovers fan, we start a week early. So championship starts Saturday morning. Um, we're on uh, Saturday or Sunday midnight. So you know, can't wait for that. 
Um, obviously, hoping for a good season this season with Rovers. I reckon my FPL team, well, my FPL team and Rovers, they're going to both be a shambles this year. So we'll have to see how we all get on. But you know, you know, football's back. Club football's back, and I can't wait. Yeah, and listen, Ollie, good to have you on. I know you're a bit husky. I know you're a bit of a mix under the weather and obviously too much commentary going on. So, uh, but it's good to have you back in, mate. We're just missing your your best mate, aren't we? Yeah, I, I don't know what else doing. Like, we're in, you know, we're heading into lockdown, and you know, just like Newcastle most weeks, he's not showing up. So, I'll have to see what see what he's up to. He's probably doing something. He's probably doing something. But I'll have to um, have to ask him. I love it when you fire a few pelters at him, mate. I love that. Um, but we are I, I mean, missing Elliot. I mean, I may as well because I'm not going to. Throughout the season, I try and fire some FPL jabs at him, but he's always better than me in FPL, so I can't even have that. I don't even have that to, have that to go at him. So who knows? This is your year, Ollie. This is your your year, mate. Hope but, so. Um, what we'll do, we'll get get into our draft teams. I know a few people are going to be dying, so we'll have a look and see what we've come up with. Uh, we're going to go over to Statman Dave first. Um, we're going to check out your team, mate, and uh, see what movements you've made since we uh, checked in two weeks ago. So uh, take it away, buddy. Oh, you're just on He's mute, David boy. Of course. It's Sorry, boys. You have two weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I made a few changes this afternoon. So I brought in um, Digne and uh, Conate in defence. So a couple of the, the bigger teams. So hopefully chasing a few more clean sheets there. Um, midfield did a bit of an overhaul in there. So I've got uh, Buendia, Gil and Bruno I've just brought in. Um so, yeah, hopefully some scoring power in there, some some good attacking options there in the mids. Um, and then I brought in Ings when he announced that he was moving moving over to Villa. So uh, the only thing is now that he's updated, I've now got four Villa players. So I'll have to I'll have to get rid of one of them, unfortunately. But I'll have to work out what's going to happen after the pod. So that's only just refreshed in the last few minutes. Um, and then, yeah, I think, you know, Villa are going to be even stronger this year with some of their new signings and hopefully Ings will benefit from that. And, you know, so hopefully um, he can stay fit and he'll score some goals for me. Yeah, listen, I, I, I'm really liking the like the back line. But you've also got a squad as well. I think that's, um, you know, something which obviously you've taken away from last year and coming to this season now, having that squad and just so you've got that bit of rotation in there. I'm really liking, um, like, Cresswell. He was he was good for you last year, wasn't he? You had Cresswell yeah. quite a lot last season, right? Certainly a consistent performer. And I think, you know, especially for me, it's really important to have a couple of strong defenders, um, you know, that I can rotate through depending on who's who's, you know, got got easier fixtures and you know can potentially score those um those clean sheets so that's particularly the area that i you know I've, I've looked to get a bit more depth in um so hopefully it works yeah nice and uh not fancying bamford to uh to start or are you still going to play around with that one do you think uh well it's more just the matchup i think so obviously he's got man U first so uh of the three of them probably you know for for week one anyway i probably won't pick him but um yeah, definitely look to bring him in after the first week. Yeah, nice. And listen, another one, obviously, I'm I'm liking this United triple up. You know, Lingard's a bit of a, you know, I know he's been good for you in the past. He, obviously, everyone jumped on him for West Ham mm. to, at the end of last season. He's one of the best players in the Premier League for sure. But um, obviously, Lingard in there, he has got an opportunity to uh, to get a few games with Rashford going under the knife and getting his shoulder surgery. How are you feeling about mm. him? Yeah, well, it is, I suppose, it's a little bit of a risk. We're not really sure how much game time he's going to get there. But, um, you know, he's certainly in the team for now. And, you know, we'll see We'll see if he can get some good minutes. And if he doesn't, then obviously he'll get the chop pretty quickly. 
and I'll, I'll mention this one now as well because I'm, depending, I'm not too sure who else has got him in the team, but obviously Greenwood coming in. Uh, Cavani's going to be out for a couple of weeks, maybe game week two or three is back. Um, so Greenwood coming in, he's a midfielder, 7.5 mil. Uh, obviously, he's going to be playing as a striker, probably for Cavani. So I think that's a, you know, a lovely move to put him in there for sure. Yeah, yeah, he performed well for me towards the end of the season last year. So he was sort of one of the first ones I picked when I put my initial team in. So, you know, for now, he's... Uh, you know, he's certainly going to be one of the starters for now. Cracking, mate. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm liking the team. Good start. I'm, I'm not too sure how he can improve it too much, but is is looking good, mate. So nice work. Um, just going over to um, what we'll do now. We'll go to uh, Mr. Christopher Reed. We'll check out your team, son. Uh, so, Reedy, I'll just bring your team up on the screen. You have the mouse, mate. Talk us through what you've done so far. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, I've done my team sort of um, a little while ago now and I've not really made too many changes on it um, I'm just waiting to see on transfer activity you know as we know there's a lot of pre-season friendlies going on at the moment so you know there is that risk of players getting injured and stuff so you do have to chop and change it um, but yeah so I've, I've gone with Sanchez for Brighton in goal um, I have heard there's been potentially um, uh, uh, there's a risk of him missing the beginning of the season Um but I'll leave him in for now, and then obviously, if I need to make a change, I'll, I'll do that. But you look at Brighton's fixtures at the beginning of the season; they're pretty tasty, to be fair. So, yeah, him and Dunk, um, and hopefully, if they do both start, that's a clean sheet in the bank. Um, and then Trent, it's a difficult one with Trent because, as we know, he's a high-priced asset. Um, so, if you're going to get him in, it does mean that you know it becomes more difficult to to build a bit of a squad. But I put him in there just simply because, you know, his uh, assist record speaks for itself um, based on the last couple of seasons. He's absolutely lethal getting those crosses in and getting those assists and whatnot. So, yeah, so I've got uh, Trent in there. Luke Shaw speaks for itself yet again. Amazing Euros. Uh, last, last season, he was pretty good for United as well. Um, so, yeah, so I've put him in. Uh, Mo Salah. Now, I think a lot of FPL managers, this will be the biggest game uh, or the biggest sort of um, decision that people will have to make. Uh, he's got Norwich, great fixture first game. Uh, he's ruthless, as we know. He scores a lot of goals. And it's just so difficult to get away from him. Um, here's Salah in that first game, captain pick. There'll be so many people that will have him as captain, but there'll be a lot of people who'll they'll think about taking him out because they want, obviously, a bigger squad or you know better players amongst their team. So, But, yeah, Mo Salah's in there. Makes him out. Got him in. Brilliant season last season. Won the Champions League for Chelsea. Speaks for itself, really. You know, he, he was brilliant, influential for them. And he had a decent Euros as well, to be fair. Um, Bruno Fernandes, your man, Jack, the man you uh, you love and love to uh, wake up to to see his hit on the FBL every week. Um, Bruno Fernandes, he's on penalties. It's a big one for most uh, FBL managers. Um, and yeah, hopefully he'll pick up where he left off last season because he did quite well. Uh, Buendi is a new one for Villa. And it's an interesting one, really. Big signing for them. Um, whether he'll feature, you know, be a starter, we don't know. Uh, Villa seem to be making a lot of moves, mad moves in the uh, transfer activity or transfer market, I should say. Uh, you know, Grealish looks like he's going to City. They're bringing in the likes of um, the guy from Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, Bailey, Bailey. Yeah. yeah, Bailey, they've just signed Ings. So we'll see on that one. That is just a differential, as the guru would like to say, uh, that I've put in there because I think... Bendia could be a little bit of a dark horse, really, to, to have in. Uh, and the front three, Antonio, Saint-Maximan and Watkins, um, all, all all guaranteed to get minutes, pen, you know, as long as they're all fit and injury-free. 
Um, and, you know, Antonio and Watkins, their goal records last season were brilliant. So hopefully they can pick up where they left off. And uh, as far as my bench goes, I've, I've, I've kind of gone for low-value players, um, you know, your 4.5s and whatnot, just basically because we're starting 11. You know, you, you look at it, there are a lot of high-priced assets in there. So Begovic, you probably won't get any minutes for Everton, but, you know, he's in there just, just to, as I say, to fill a space. Uh, Basuma, he probably probably might start for Brighton, so it's a good option to have on the bench. And uh, most recently, I've put in Ben White as he's made a, a massive move to Arsenal, really 50 million. There's, you know, it's a, it's a big fee, and you know whether he'll start for Arsenal, we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, Ben White's in there, and uh, as we know, Luke Ayling for for Leeds, guaranteed starter week in week out. He normally plays that right back spot. Um, they might change up Leeds. They've let Aliaski go, so they might need to re- readjust. Stuart Dallas might get moved into the back four. We never know, but Luke Ayling's a good one to have. Yeah, nice mate. And listen, there's um, a nice spread of um, of players across your across your team there. Obviously, the a couple of ones I'm looking at, um, set maximum, a couple of question marks over him whether he can fire. But obviously, he's a, a cheaper asset in there. He's obviously moved from midfield to forward this year in FPL as well. So, how are you feeling about him going into the season? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, he did miss a, a, a little chunk of, of last season for Newcastle, um, but when he's fit and when he plays. They're just a different team, especially with the likes of Callum Wilson. If Callum Wilson's in the team as well, it, it adds that threat up top for them. Um, and I think, you know, 6.5 million. There are a lot of high high priced um, strikers, in, in, you know, in FBL. So if you are looking for something that's a bit different that you think might pay off, it could be worth going for. Yeah, nice. And I'm going to bring Ollie Walker Peel into this conversation just at a minute, just with uh, Buendia. Obviously, you would play against him with, uh, with Norwich. Ollie, what, what do you think about him? He's unfair at championship level. In my <laughs> days, he's, he's unbelievable at championship level. Um, I think he scored against us at Ewood, um, pretty sure. And I didn't watch the game where we played them at their place. But um, no, I think he's a good player, obviously. The other season up there with Norwich, didn't he, in the Premier League? And he played really well in a very, very poor Norwich side. So I really like Buendia. He's a player I've got myself. So I think he's decent. Um, just on Leeds, by the way, you mentioned Luke Halen on the bench. Um, they had a friendly, um, Leeds had a friendly against Rovers and I think Luke Halen, you know, played all right. So there's a bench option you could go in there. Interesting setup they went with, but I don't think much will change there. So you might be right with uh, Aileen Reedy. And there, and there you go, Reedy. Bit of analysis from uh, our championship manager here. Um, and then uh, what we'll do, we'll, we'll jump onto, uh, onto Ollie's team now. Uh, so nice work, Reedy. Thanks for sharing that, mate. So Ollie Walker Peel, let's have a look at this team. Obviously, you finished uh, in the top. You finished eleventh in our mini league last year. I think so. I've I forgotten that last season. Elliot finished wanna, top ten, maybe. Yeah, I want to go a bit better. So um, to oh, do yeah. that, I'm, I'm going for the uh, Brighton double up. Uh, Sanchez, we talked about Joel Veltman. I think he's an underrated shout differential, as the um, as the guru would say. Um, they've got the Dingles first up, so probably a clean sheet there. Um, you've got Sufal. Um, I've got Jamal Lewis on my bench if I scroll down a bit. So, the choice between them <coughs> as to who I go with. Um, if I go with Kufal or, or Lewis with that fixture, Luke Shaw, obviously, with the Euros and everything. There's not really much more we need to say there, I don't think, because he's quality. Um, <coughs> midfield four, probably my strong suit. Salah, Fernandez, Son, Buendia, <coughs> all four. Quality at the best. You know, you're looking at three 
absolute stars. And then Buendia, you know, I like that uh, signing for Villa. I think he'll do well. Front three. Two Claren Blue players, obviously not from Burnley because you know what I'm like in Ings and Antonio. And then bringing in a bit of, um, bit of championship knowledge with Ivan Tony. He's another player that's just mental. Obviously, what was it? 30 plus goals, 10 assists at championship level, scored home and away against Rovers. So I know exactly what he's like. So in fact, both of his goals were from the, or two of his uh, goals from the penalty spot. So maybe could be on pens. Um, we know you're like with Fernandez Jack, so you might be on your move to. Um, you know, obviously, you've got Bruno with pens. So um, maybe a, a social might be going for Ivan Tony in January, who knows? But um, on the bench, David Raya wanted to get Rovers in there one way or another. So former Rovers keeper on the bench. Uh, Jamal Lewis, four and a half million. Good fixtures for Newcastle to start the season. Um, <coughs> you've got Billy Gilmore, um, four and a half on loan from Chelsea. I reckon he'll get minutes. And. Another former Chelsea player in Livermore. Oh, I saw on the um, what do you call it? The website, FPL website. That that one. Um, can't even think. It. <laughs> but he's he's Tools. moved from from Chelsea. Got Academy Player of the Year last year, so he might slot in a fullback. So <laughs> come with him there. And yes, I'm ill. I'm sorry, but I'm pu- I'm pushing through. Yeah, well, I didn't know if this was my uh, internet connection or just the fact you multiple had, uh, people you, said you that. Seizing, you had multiple people said that. <laughs> I'm pushing through. I'm trying. All for, all for the content. All for the content. Yeah, so um for anyone who didn't get that, you can just have a guess at what Ollie said. Um but basically he's got oh, Ings, Tony and uh, Antonio up top. <laughs> um he's you got can see the team on the screen. I'll scroll yeah, up for the you. Team on the screen. The team on the screen says it all. Um, but Ollie, you've got uh, Soufal in there if you can uh, see how you go with this. But Soufal uh, was a player for you last season. I think you had him from, must have been the start of the season though, or when, when he came in. It was game week three or four, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Early on, obviously it was an unknown quantity last year. I was like, oh yeah, I'll need time to adjust to the Premier League. And then yeah. we was trying, wasn't he getting assists for fun? So come here again, five million. I think that's reasonable. So don't mind it. Yeah. He's sort of one that I've yeah. tried to chop and change. If I've tried to save half a million, he's been sort of on the chopping block, but I've always returned back to him. So I think I'll keep him for game week one. Yeah, nice, mate. Um, and just the last one. Um, with Salah, obviously, people, obviously, everyone's going to be having Salah. What do you think of Mane as, a, as an alternative? I know he's, point, he's only 0.5 cheaper, but what do you think of him as an alternative to Salah just to try and squeeze other assets in? Well, <coughs> Mane's a good option. We all know that. Chris will know that better than anyone. Um, it's just whether... I think Mane's very viable. It's just whether you want to go Mane and Salah, perhaps, or if you can risk going without, <coughs> without Salah. So I think if you go without Salah, it could cost you a lot. So Mane's a good option, yeah. but I'd probably go Salah if you've got that 0.5. All right, perfect. Ollie, we won't keep you any longer, mate. I'm just going to jump over to my team now, just so you can uh, rest, rest yourself, mate. Um, so I'll just bring up my team on here. Hopefully you can see it. Just juggling between the screens. Let's have a look. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, so similar to you boys, Sanchez in net. Uh, oh, no, this isn't mine. This is uh, <laughs> this is my uh, Mrs. Team for the Women's League. This isn't my one. So what we'll do, we'll come back to mine in a second. But I'll tell you what, Hannah in the um, for the Chicago Cubs in the Women's League, she's gone a bit heavy at top with uh, De Bruyne, Fernandes and Salah and Kane. She's got the premiums in there. She's got Tierney. Uh, White, Target and Fredericks at the back. I thought it was actually quite a nice little selection in there. We've obviously a very budget budget defence. Guru, what do you think of this team? 
It's a nice team, Jack. I think um, look, it's a, Has she got a chance of winning the women's mini? I don't know. Renee, Renee uh, Guru Kusas is in there, and you know she's quite strong. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, quite. You know she's got a double up in Arsenal there. Could pay off in the first game against Brentford, yeah. maybe. What, what do you think about obviously getting the pre- getting the premiums in with the budget defenders? Do you think it's a good a good plan or not? Wouldn't say so early on. I think with uh, with the premium, sometimes <laughs> it takes them a few weeks to kind of you know kick into gear. Um, you know the likes of De Bruyne is coming back from the Euros. You know Fernandez as well. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say the start of the season is all about you know getting those. You know, I love differentials. It's about finding those those cheaper options, um, and then the premiums can kind of come into the team. You know, a little bit later on, but yeah, very bold move, especially with um, yeah that double up on Arsenal, Aston Villa, yeah, captain there with Target. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very different different sort of lineup. Yeah, I might have to uh, pass on a few tips to her and see, but I'll just bring up my one now um, on the next screen. Uh, good luck to her. So I just going to win money out of that issue. What's that? Sorry. It is Elliot in the comments. We were, <laughs> we were saying in the private chat, it's Elliot in the comments. I don't know if he's still listening. If you're going to say some stuff you've been saying in the comments, you've been slagging me off in the comments, mate. Come on here and say it. Come on here and say it, lad. Where are you? I'll turn it to Delia Smith. Mate, where are you? We'll see. We'll Let's see be having you. There Look is. at that. Let's be having you, lad. He's hiding it's behind the He must be hiding in the Facebook group. So, so it, just it a comment that's up on the screen now. Only to finish below me. And, and Romans to get relegated. What's the odds on that? I reckon we could uh, probably go to Bonus Bank and try and, uh, who is one of our new sponsors who we'll chat about later. But I reckon we go to them again about the odds on that. What do you reckon, Ol? Um, I mean, I think it, <laughs> it'd be unfair because they're almost unbackable. Um, to be fair, I don't think Rovers <laughs> will go down, but I'll, I'll probably finish below Elliot. But yeah, who, who knows? All right, fair enough. Um, so I've quickly just brought my team up now. Uh, Sanchez in goal, Target, Shaw and Digne at the back. Um, in midfield, Greenwood, Fernandez, and Madison and Salah. And then up top, Calvert-Lewin, Antonio and Ings. Um, so I don't actually think anyone had DCL. None of you boys had DCL in there, did you? Yeah, I've had no. him all the way up to today. And then I don't know who I brought in. Maybe, maybe um, might Ings, have been Danny Ings I brought in, yeah. Yeah, yeah and everyone's jumped on there. And then... Uh, a very budget defence uh, substitute bench of Foster, Johnson and Basuma and Manquillo. And I don't even think Manquillo will even get a gig this, this year, will he, with Ed and Mike Ritchie. But that's my squad at the minute. Um, Reedy, what do you think of that one, mate? Yeah, yeah. Strong, strong, uh, strong first 11 for certain. Um, I think, you know, you've gone with uh, your left full-backs, it seems. There's a lot of left, your, your left-backs in your back three. You know me and the um, guru love a left-back, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, interesting actually. I've not seen anyone put Regulon in there. You know, as Guru's the the, the Spurs fan. Um, but yeah, good, good back three. Uh, midfield's interesting. James Madison. Not many people will pick him. Might might even be an Arsenal player come the beginning of the season. Um, they're apparently interested in him. So uh, yeah, guy who takes set pieces and stuff like that. So it's not a bad shout to be fair. Um, Greenwood, will he will he get a start? You know, with Jaden Sancho coming in, that's the big sort of question mark on it. Will he play up top? Um, because Cavani's maybe out at the beginning. It's an interesting uh, pick, pick that one, and it could be one that pays off. Or it could work the other way. And your front three, brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Antonio Wings, 
Uh, the only disappointing one is DCL, mate. Yeah, but listen, he started so well at the end of la- at the start of last season, didn't he? Yeah, he, he was absolutely brilliant for a lot of points. Um, obviously, everyone jumped on him, then he faded off, then he dropped off. Um, but I think, uh, no, I'm excited about that one at the front three, uh, as well as Greenwood. I'm hoping Greenwood's going to start ahead of Martial. Um, you know, it, sh- it should happen. Marshall shouldn't be coming in there. Greenwood should be starting up top ahead of Cavani if Cavani's out. Um, but I have been playing around just with the back. Obviously, I had Cancelo um, instead of Target. So, Dave, I don't know what you... Have you got any City assets you thought like Cancelo a good, one, a good option to consider? Um, yeah, so I I've, I think I've got Diaz at the moment. Um, I did have Gundogan, but he was one that I sort of removed. Um, especially, you know, with potentially Grealish coming in as well. I just I just figured that the amount of minutes he might be getting might not sort of justify him, his place in the team. So at this stage, I've, I've certainly pulled him out. But yeah, I'm certainly not, not getting too excited by City assets at the moment, just not knowing what they're going to do. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens after the first few weeks. All right, we'll see how we go. But there, there are draft teams for today. If you want to, if you're listening on the podcast, jump onto the video cast and you'll be able to see, um, go back through the footage and see those uh, highlights from our draft teams. Maybe not Ollie's because you won't be able to understand a word he's saying, but um, you'll be able to see what his draft team has come up with. But uh, cheers, boys. Thanks for sharing. Um, Guru, we're missing you out. Is there any particular reason? Yeah, look, obviously, my team's going to be uh, revealed after deadline. Um, it's going to be a grand reveal. Um, but look, I'll give some stuff away now in terms of my team, just as a bit of a comparison to, to some of yours. I don't currently have any Villa players, with the exception of Jack Grealish, who's probably not going to be a Villa player, you know, in a couple of days. So, um, not on the Villa, not on the Villa bandwagon as of yet, um, and I'm not too sure if I'm going to be. So, um, yeah, currently not not liking the Villa. So, um, yeah, a little bit different, um, but uh, yeah, teams and no Bruno either. No, Bruno. So that's just a little you're, bit of a. You're, uh, you're Bruno. Yeah, I've, no, yeah, Bruno. So um, yeah, for now that could change in the next week. But obviously, I'll be revealing. Um, yeah, revealing after deadline. Guru right, reveal. So, so for our uh, our listeners out there, what what does that look like if you're in Australia? Is that um, what time you're getting up to reveal this? Uh, I think it's the first kickoffs what five a.m. Um, Australian time. So deadline's about an hour and a half before i believe so um yeah you're looking about 3 30 i'll probably do a reveal about 4 4 a.m yeah they go right 4 a.m uh elliot craig can't believe that you've got no bruno he said that is absolute madness uh, and so do i because you know how much i love bruno um all right okay well listen i think obviously all, all the all the viewers and the, and the listeners out there the guru will be doing a big reveal a grand reveal as he calls it uh next friday night for saturday morning for if you're in australia um and that'll be uh he will be revealing his team i'd love to see an instagram live on there guru and you talking through your team naming all your players um and obviously i expect to see bruno back in there because i know you'll be panicking <laughs> for sure but that wraps up um our little section here on our uh, draft team Okay, so we've got a few little points to touch on. We're looking for a couple of discussion points. And instead of doing a proper guru section, obviously we want to kickstart that when we get back into the uh, the preview uh, for game week one next week on next week's pod. Uh, but Matt, have you got a few uh, things you want to discuss with us? 
Yeah, look, there's a, there's a few points I think that we could uh, we could go over. Um, I'm going to start with just a couple of uh, you know budget midfielders in that seven and a half million range that scored doubles in the you know their last friendlies and Gundogan, who we just spoke about. Obviously, I loved him last season. Um, he just got a double for uh, for City against Blackpool. Um, he arrived late in the box of both goals. So I think you know with City having that early fixture against Norwich. Um, you know, he could be one to come in there. I think he's worn the captain's armband for City in uh, in the friendlies. Um, and then another one who's quite, you know, not been looked at too much, really low ownership, uh, was Ziyech. Um, he scored two goals last night for Chelsea uh, in a friendly against Spurs. Um, you know, a couple of really good goals, I think. You know, just looking at the recent friendlies, there are a couple of midfielders at seven and a half million that um, you know, I'd be looking at in uh, in that differential range. Yeah, nice. And listen, Gundogan was electric last season. Um, Statman Dave, you liked a bit of Gundogan last year? I did. He certainly appeared in a lot of my game weeks. Um, yeah, as I sort of said before, I, I'm a bit hesitant at the moment, you know, with the, the amount of signings and stuff they're doing and, and where he sits in the in the pecking order. But, um, you know, he certainly might find his way in sooner rather than later, especially if he starts the season well. Yeah, nice, mate. And Ollie, any thoughts on Ziyech? No idea what's happened to his volume here. He's having an absolute nightmare today. Yeah, it was today. muted, sorry. <laughs> that, that was a five-second stretch where I wasn't coughing either. There you go. Um, <laughs> Take a deep breath. Uh, so, in terms of Ziyech, I don't mind him as an option, but there are players that go over the top of him. I know I spoke about the, the Leeds friendly with, with Rovers the other week, but Jack Harrison and Rafinha both looked incredible uh, for Leeds. So, I'd be taking them over Ziyech. Ziyech, though, obviously, in the Chelsea side that can be quite creative. Um, on set piece occasionally so don't mind it but there's other players I'd go with personally no, Fair enough mate um, and then on to a couple of new signings obviously we mentioned Villa have been uh, splashing the cash in, in anticipation that uh, Jacko's going to be leaving um, so wh what are you thinking there Guru? Yeah look Leon Bailey 6.5 million as a midfielder um, uh, Matt are you a, still yeah. yeah I can hear him no. Yeah, can you hear just... me, boys? Yeah, yeah. All good. Ever, yeah. Everyone but Jack can, I think, but he's just saying <laughs> Leon Bailey is an option. Leon uh, Bailey is yeah. 6.5. Yeah, I think 6.5. Um, he's got a good record at Leverkusen. Um, you know, I'd probably be liking him if I was going to pick out, out of those Villa midfielders. I think he could be my top. I know he's coming into a new league, but um, you know, new signing. Um, I've got a good feeling about him. Uh, obviously, Danny Ings, 8 million at Villa, I think. Again, you know, we've seen him score goals at Southampton. Um, I think he'll be brilliant for Villa this season in, in FPL. Um, and then sort of moving away from uh, from the, the new signings with Villa, you've got Ben White at Arsenal at four and a half million. And um, yeah, I have to say, I think that's a good signing. And I think that's a really, really good budget option. Um, and then, you know, Sancho for nine and a half million. A brilliant option if you don't want to go Bruno, which obviously I've, I've not gone uh, so far. And I think Sancho... You know, with his goal record at Dortmund, um, you know, and the way he plays, I think he's going to uh, going to explode at Man United. So, you know, nine and a half million, um, you're going to save plenty of money if, if you pick him over over Bruno. So, Jack, no, any thoughts? Mate, or... and, um, go, go. Going into the Community Shield. Yeah, look. So Sunday, I think it's, is it Sunday night? We've got the Community Shield. Um, so uh, that'll be what Manchester City versus Leicester. 
Um, so that'll be an interesting one. I think it's one that you know all FPL managers should keep an eye out for. You know, see who uh, who City play in that attack, um, and obviously see who Leicester play in defence with uh, you know with Fafana, you know, getting that injury last night. So there's rumours that because Evans is injured as well, and uh, and, and Castagna, um, I think he's got a facial injury. Um, so they've got a bit of trouble in defence. So someone like Amati uh, apparently might be coming in at centre back to to fill in, and he's only about four million and classified as a defender. So you know, definitely look out for that Leicester defence and um, you know that Man City attack and uh, and see who they play. You know, ready for uh, ready for game week one. Well, nice. Give me yeah, give me interesting to see what happens to the Community Shield. Um, it'd be nice to just more football the better. Eh? That's what we want to see. I'm just going to bring up your uh, Twitter feed here, uh, Matt. Uh, Ollie's going to just control this for us. Uh, you've had it. You've rated a couple of squads recently uh, on Twitter with um, a couple of our members. Uh, that you've entered into the uh, community. So I don't know if Ollie can uh, scroll down or Matt, you can guide him on there and just uh, discuss some of the comments and some of the feedback we've been getting. Yeah, yeah. if um, you scroll down a bit, Ollie, so there is a team um, drafted July the 31st. So while he scrolls down to that one, um, if you're listening on here, you would like the guru to uh, provide a bit of feedback on your draft squads, those teams that you've been creating. You've got a couple of headaches in there like everyone has. You can uh, join our Discord. Um, if you jump onto our website, you'll be able to find our Discord on there. Um, join the community. Uh, reach out to the guru and he'll rate your squad for you, provide a bit of feedback, and then, um, yeah, take it from there. Yeah, this was one of them. We had, we had a... Uh... A couple of squads rated the first. There's one a bit further down which we we had a lot of feedback on, but this one I think we only had the uh, the one comment that come back in. Um, this is one of our members' teams. Um, now there we go. This is one for you, Reedy. Um, ASM risk. Uh, I think this was your team actually, Reedy. So we got it rated. Um, so sent maximum a risk as we'll like to be more of a winger. Could be awesome differential. So you know we didn't get too much other feedback on that one, but. Yeah, what do you think on that, really? Then obviously he's someone that you're you're expecting goals from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, to to be honest, I was quite happy that was a lack of comments because there wasn't too too many negative comments as such. Um, so you know that's good, really. It just goes to show that um, you know I've probably picked quite a good team, really, and I've looked at a lot of players that are on set pieces um, and uh, you know your, your penalties and whatnot. So yeah, I can I can take a lot away from that. Maximan, as as we've talked about on the pod, he is a risk or he is a differential. Um, so we'll watch this space, I suppose. I think he's won the league already, this lad. Matt, <laughs> Matt what do you reckon about the um, on this one? Then we've uh, you had a bit of feedback from uh, from some other members on your Twitter feed here. Yeah, so Jay's in our he's in our Discord and um, you know he's really active in our Discord and. Wanted to get his team rated, and um, yeah, we had a bit of mixed mixed reaction with this one. Obviously, he's got you know that Shemichael and Sanchez rotation there, so we had a comment, you know, Shemichael and Sanchez rotate. Um, sorry, saying that Sanchez and Shemichael rotate better than Shemichael Pickford because Shemichael's five things about five to five and a half, Pickford's five million. So you know, I'd probably agree he's probably gone a little bit too much money in his uh, in his goalkeepers. Then I'd probably be keeping. Uh, one of them, and then maybe getting a, a four and a half million backup, or even a four million uh, goalie like Ben Foster. So I would agree with that. Um, so another comment: you know, choose another Aston Villa defender other than Ashley Young. 
Um, yeah, look, you've got Matt Target, who's the same price. He's probably going to be, um, you know, he's a bit more guaranteed a start. So, yeah, again, I'd probably agree with uh, with that one. Um, you know, we had some other stuff in here about Pulisic. Um, I personally think Pulisic could be a, uh, a good shout uh, for Chelsea. Um, you know, and then they spoke about Mares for rotation. But again, I think Mares is going to get the starts early on. So don't actually think that's a, that's a bad option. Um, and then, you know, they're talking about Dyer. Uh, not being a good option on on the bench, and um, should get rid of him, which you know I probably probably agree with as well. Um, you know, wouldn't own AVB. Um, oh, sorry, AWB. Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Um Yeah, I guess if Shaw's the same price, but again, I think with Jay's looking. The thing I like about this team, continue uh, said you know a few uh, negative comments. Is I do like how he's tried to pick differentials. You know, Wan-Bissaka, Pulisic. Um, you know, Mares, Madison, he's kind of gone against the grain. And I think, um, you know, there are some positives there. I think Luca Digne is a good shout. Alexander-Arnold is, is worth the money. And, you know, even having Josh King uh, to rotate in his team's good. So uh, there's a few uh, there's a few negatives. With, uh, there's probably too much money in the goalies. Probably doesn't need Ashley Young. Um, but, you know, at the same time, he sort of gambled with a few differentials, which I do like early on in the season. Yeah, and Jay, and Jay took it really well as well. To be fair, he gave, he, gave a, he came back to us on the Discord, had a good bit of banter, um, and he, he knew he got a bit of a roasting with the feedback wise. But he took it well, and it gave him a bit of, constru- like, of constructive feedback as well to work with his team and just reassess. But um, kind of like that as well. I don't, I don't mind some of them picks. Um, so yeah, if you wanted your team rated by the Guru or from the you know the FPL Addicts community, uh, it does it will help and will help you guide you know some of them decisions and just refine one or two positions that you might be struggling in but you can join our discord community uh, that is on our website www.e-sportslive.com.au forward slash fbl addicts where you can find the links in the uh, in the notes on the podcast or on the uh, video cast um, and then you can uh, yeah join in and get your get your team rated oh there we go All good. So uh, just this next section now, this is our big announcement reveal. Um, so we've got some exciting news with our uh, our paid mini league. So we announced this to our Discord community earlier as a bit of an exclusive release. But as some of you know, you've entered into the paid competition already, which is a subscription league, $4 a week or £2 a week, uh, a cup of coffee a week. Uh, you can compare it to, uh, to be a part of our community. It's full of cash prizes and now we've actually increased that today it's gone even more exciting we've taken it to a new level it's a bit like man united buying varan it's a new level we've leveled up we've become more attractive uh, and we're super excited so if i just bring up what i'm just going to reveal to everyone uh, what these prizes are i'm just going to bring up a screen here here we go so now if you join the fpl addicts powered by esports live uh, paid mini league four dollars a week 38 weeks the first prize in there now is one thousand Australian dollars. One thousand Australian, probably. What does that work out in you in the UK, Reedy? In Great Britain, Sterling. Sure. No, it'd be more than that, isn't it? Is it about? Is it about eight hundred? No, a bit less, mate. Not USA, mate. Um, but yeah, about six, about six hundred, six hundred pound. So oh, just yeah, your subscription, yeah. being part of that community, a thousand Aussie dollars, and we've up. So we've got so now first thirty-one. Five thirty. Oh, you had to put a downer on it, Ollie, didn't you? Uh, well, first, there you first go. place a thousand dollars. Second place six hundred dollars. Third place three fifty. 
And now we've introduced a fourth place as well at $200. Plus, it doesn't stop there. We also have our manager of the week. So a nice little extra just for participating each week. This is fantastic. $20 a week. A little bit of cash in your pocket just for having those one of those wonder weeks that you might have. You know, Ollie might pop up one week and win it and that'll be in for the rest of the season. Uh, or, you know, you can even, if you have some serious form, like I had a great one last December. I wish I had this now going into the new year, into the new season. But with our new sponsor, Bonus Bank, they have sponsored our manager of the month, 200 Aussie dollars cash prize. The guru, talk to me. How do you feel about this, mate? Oh, it's unreal. It's an incredible amount of money to, uh, you know, to win, um, you know, for manager of the month. It's just phenomenal, really. And um, yeah, look, I really want to, I really want to win it. It's given me a big incentive to, uh, <laughs> you know, to do well. But, you know, I've had, uh, you know, people in, um, you know, on Twitter and, um, you know, my Instagram page and everything and the Discord since uh, this was announced, um, you know, coming into me wanting to, uh, you know, wanting to be involved now. So I think that manager of the month prize is, Know, massive incentive for for people that aren't in the pay league to you know be involved and yeah it's just it's just fantastic yeah and listen this is what it's all about we're you know bonus bank have come on board with us because we're all about community we're trying to encourage more people to play the game we've got a you know a really active you know discord community very interactive very engaging we love doing the podcast and the and video cast each week and what we've done this cash pool now all up is nearly five thousand dollars five Aussie thousand dollars has gone into this now near enough and there is so many opportunities to win we're not just in it for the long haul just for the end of the season it is going to be a weekly prize given away and that monthly one so super exciting Reedy does this tickle your fancy mate oh how juicy has this made it now boys <laughs> um, you know anyone out there that's a that's a fancy uh, manager that you know has been a little bit sort of reluctant and normally goes with the free mini leagues. Um, now's your time, really, to if you're any good at the game and you play it, you know, every week um, and you fancy your chances, there's no better time to get involved than now because it's just, as you said, it's, it's just gone up a level. Uh, and, you know, who's to say it won't increase even more? The more players that join, you know, the prize pool might even increase. So, Get in there, you know, boys and girls. It's 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 just there for you for the taking. Hundred percent, mate. And Ollie Walker Peel, thoughts? Um, this doesn't affect me, does it? Because I'm not going to be winning in any of it. But for the rest, <laughs> for the rest of the people in the league, it's brilliant. Obviously, you know, to have a sponsor on it is incredible. Two hundred dollars um, a month for a cash prize is is mad. A thousand for the winner. Like I say, I'm going to be nowhere near that. So. Doesn't really affect me, but for everyone else, for everyone else who obviously might be half decent at this, get yourselves on it. Yeah, no, listen, I'll just, I'll just obviously uh, go back to it as well. There's so many prizes to be won because it's weekly, monthly, and obviously for the season. This provides more opportunity for everyone to win. So even if you're a beginner and you're coming into this paid league, but you fancy being a part of the community even more, this offers an opportunity to win that each week or you know and win those prizes. You know, you might turn up every every uh, every other week or every couple of months with a with a win or for the cash prize. But this is your chance to be a part of it. There's not many other competitions out there that will offer all these different opportunities to win on a weekly or monthly basis. So um, if you want to join this competition, it is the paid mini. We, of course, got our free mini as well. But the paid mini is at www.e-sportslive.com.au 
forward slash FPL addicts. There's a, a, all the information is on there. Uh, any questions you want to ask, just press the link to jump on our Discord. Come and speak to us um, and any members of our um, esports kind of community and FPL addicts community will will chat to you on there. Um, and obviously, this is a bit of a segue now onto um, our new sponsors, um, Bonus Bank. Come on board with us. They've they listened to the podcast uh, just recently. Absolutely love what we do. Um, we'll obviously they recognize how we've connected to the community and engaging with everyone. But obviously, we're delighted to announce our season long partnership with bonusbank.com.au. Uh, they are a membership website. Uh, they also have an app as well. So you can be able to search for that and download that. That shows you how to make a guaranteed profit by taking advantage of bookmakers' promotions. It's not gambling, it's a tips of service, and it's quickly becoming Australia and New Zealand's fastest growing side hustle. The members make an average $2,500 in their first 60 days of membership, so why not join them and have a piece of that? It's completely free to get started. Head over to bonusbank.com.au and you'll learn how to make your first $75 profit immediately. If you decide to go premium, use the FPL Addicts code to receive 25% off your discount on your first month membership. So www.bonusbank.com.au. It's in our little ticker bar at the bottom, and also you'll be able to find the, uh, the ads on our website. But a big thank you to Bonus Bank for coming on board. Uh, Dave and Nico, who have uh, who have joined us from there, great lads, and looking forward to them coming on the pod and giving some little guest sections, which they've promised to do. And that'll be uh, some great insight. And there's uh, some very exciting stuff coming from them as well, which we are yet to reveal. And um, one of them will be coming tomorrow. But uh, big thanks. And uh, listen, guys, join in now. Uh, the uh, FPL Addicts um, Fantasy Mini is going off. There we go, and we're still advertising it. So, going into our final couple of minutes, Guru, can you give us a quick 30 seconds on what is happening next Friday night? I know it's the Premier League kickoff, but we've got a draft to do, right? We do have a draft. Um, it's going to be brilliant. Obviously, we've got 10 of us in the league from the community, so it's time to, to pick our draft teams and um, you know see how we go. We're going to have trades on this year as well, so it's going to make it even better than last season. Brilliant. So we've got um, 10 of our kind of uh, you know, uh, weekly members who have been on with us for the last 18 months. They're going to join us. Um, everyone who's on the podcast right now is in. Uh, Reedy, looking forward to the draft? Yeah, I can't wait. Can't, cannot wait at all. Like, um, first first time doing it. You boys uh, got a bit more experience uh, on me on that. But as Matt said there about the whole trade uh, situation, you know, that wasn't there last season so this season it's it's, it's going to make it very interesting because people will either be buzzing because they've made the right trade or they'll be they'll be absolutely gutted crying into the cereal there you know if they've made the wrong one that's it and we've got a 30 second um changeover between each each uh, pick as well in the draft so you can watch that live next friday statman dave brought up some brilliant form last year everyone got a bit scared when he was coming up from the middle of nowhere uh, statman you were uh, you excited to go Absolutely. You know, I might struggle in the classic league sometimes being a bit of a rookie, but the draft is where I, I think I did pretty well. I, I started off pretty poorly and, you know, I think I didn't win the first, any of the first six games. And then just before, a few weeks out from the end of the season, I'd, I'd peaked at the top and then uh, fell away a little bit at the end. So it's it was a bit of a roller coaster, but um, no, it's the draft is, is, is a good fun. And it's, you know, just because you're good in classic doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be good at draft or the other way around. So keeps it interesting for people like me who aren't, you know, the, the seasoned FPL players. 
Uh, but we all know you're doing your research in the background, Statman. We know what you're like. Ollie, what, Ollie, you're excited for draft next week as well, mate? He's on mute again. <laughs> Different places. I've had a shocker. But, right, I don't even care who won it last year. It's can't, even, can't remember who won it last year. Don't care. I'm coming for your crown. It's my year, boys. <laughs> my year, boys. He, he won it in October, didn't he, Jack? Yeah, yeah, that's it. So if oh, I've got the experience, yeah, if got the experience and listening last year, Ollie uh, won, won the league maybe four times and then dropped out maybe <laughs> maybe six times and refused and resigned. But uh, we're very excited for the draft. That's another little internal competition we're gonna we're gonna have between us um, and everyone else. Obviously, jump on free mini, paid mini, um, the women's FBL mini, and yeah, just so much. Um, but yeah, listen, thank you for joining us. We are out of time. A big thank you to our sponsors, uh, Bonus Bank. And guys, nearly $5,000 worth of cash prizes to be won. Let's have it. And we'll be back next week for our game week preview. Uh, get excited. We can't wait. And we'll see you then.